On this episode of the Quality Gets Podcast, Anson and I were joined by our friend Tiff, aka Artifact. Tiff is a multi-talented creative whose endeavors range from a career in education to curating a selection of vintage goods for her followers and a whole lot in between. We got into her relationships with some Bay Area running crews and the importance of donning the right footwear when tackling longer distance runs. We touched on her background as a curator of vintage clothing and goods, her passion for classic styles and giving garments a new life while striving to live more sustainably. And for all the foodies out there, we even get into a little food talk and discuss how social media has elevated the food game in both aesthetically pleasing and nutritional ways. It was a fun conversation about a little of everything, so why don't we just get into it and see what's good. What is going on, good people? Thank you for tuning in to the Quality Goods Podcast once again. I am Chris Beatty. And I'm Anson Jade. And today we have a good friend of mine. She is a Jill of all trades and uh, very thankful to have my good friend Tiff, a.k.a. Artifact, joining us in the studio today. Hello. Thank you so much for having me today. It is our pleasure. It's a beautiful day here in the Bay Area. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, I, I couldn't ask for more, really. I, uh, I went for a run this morning at the San Leandro Marina, and it was absolutely beautiful. It's a super clear day, and I, I'm just in a fantastic mood. So That's my favorite place to run, yeah. and I wish I could have done it this morning with you. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice. I, I love that it's just like a, a, a mile loop, and uh, it's got all the uh, exercise stuff going on out there. It's always beautiful. And, uh, you know... It actually reminded me of uh, joining you guys at the with the Concrete Runners when we ran, uh, actually just down the street here at the Emeryville Marina. Yep, over here at Decathlon, yep. Yes, mm. yes. And that was also an introduction to Decathlon, which is a really cool store. How did you guys uh, partner up with them, with the Concrete Runners? So... Um, the Concrete Runners is a San Francisco Bay Area running crew, and we just like to have Thursday night flights. So we try to find places in the Bay Area where like we can go to someone's business and um, run from there. You know, we have so many great places all over the Bay Area. So why not partner with them? Right. So um, Decathlon came to the Bay Area, I believe it was two years ago, and they have a spot in San Francisco, but they recently opened one um, here in Emeryville. So um, I just hit them up and I was like, hey, can we hold runs out of there? And they were totally down for it. So they've been a great partner. Nice. Yeah, I'm sure it brings a lot of business when they see a crowd of people go in front of a oh, for shop sure. to get set up. And yeah. And it's a really cool store. I'm really glad that there's something like that close by. You know, it's like all like non-name brand uh, goods, like athletic apparel mm. and sporting it's their goods, own brand. camping yeah. gear, it's just like brand. anything. Yeah, they got it all there. Yeah. Every sport, every sport. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah really cool store. Great prices on brand new gear. So, check like, them out. Yeah, Shout check them out. Decathlon. If you want to sponsor the podcast, that's that's cool too. <laughs> they're right down the street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're a, they're a, what a French company. They are. Yep, they're mm. from France. Yeah. So 
Very, very cool concept. I, I like, there's no, it's a cashless store. Mm. Yeah. They're all, all like mobile checkout. Just the way that they're doing things, it's, it's different than any other retail model I've, I've just seen before. Sure. Oh, yeah, we should. Uh, so what, what's up with the concrete runners? They're like, what kind of role do you play with, with them? I, I don't really know much about it other than the fact that I really enjoyed running with you guys. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. Come, come back and run with us anytime. Um, so the concrete runners, uh, we are, are like a social running crew and we started six years ago, I would say. Um, and I joined them in the first season and that's kind of when I started running more. Um, and I was like, it's kind of boring to run by yourself. You know, it kind <laughs> yeah. of is, you know, if you're, there's a race, you got to pick up all your, your gear, you know, on the day before, like you don't know anybody, there's like mm -hmm. no one to celebrate with you. So I just really wanted that connection with other people who are into it too. So I found out about the concrete runners. I was all about, I joined them and just after a few months they were like hey Tiff we want you to be part of the crew and like help us from behind the scenes mm, you know so yeah. then I became a team captain and ever since then I just really enjoyed like that um, running community that we've yeah. built you know and all these friendships that we've had um, that we have and all the miles that we ran together so yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's cool to like have a, a group to like push you harder you know like I, I run alone a lot just Cause that's just, I mean, style, I do like style, a lot of fitness yeah. stuff a lot, yeah, it's, but every now and then it's cool to like join up with a group that helps push me harder. Like I, I remember I was trying to keep up with all the fastest guys in the crew and I just, and I, you did, I, I, I did <laughs> yeah. for the most part, yeah. for the most part. <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's nice to get that extra push. Yep. Yep. Especially like when you have that, um, community to help hold you accountable mm -hmm. to follow up with you yeah. you know and just to help celebrate you for all your little wins that you have whether yeah. you did a 5k or a full marathon an ultra marathon you know whatever yeah. it is it's just it just feels good to have somebody supporting you and in turn you also support them yeah you know, it's it's cool because i my calf is is back it's ready, ready to, to yeah I, the, today today was the test i was yeah. like i was i strained my calf earlier this year while training for a 5k and uh, it was unfortunate. It took me out for like two months at least. It was, it was a long recovery for what I thought was a pretty minor injury. But I'm, I'm glad that I'm like nearing ready for another long distance run like that. Yep, come and do it. There's actually a race coming up down here in Emeryville, um, the East Bay 510K. So that's mm. in October. So if you're ready by then, let's do it. <laughs> I think so. I think okay. I might be ready. What's, what's the date on that? Let's October 13th. October 13th. Yep. And then we actually finished there on um, Bay Street. So, okay. Yeah, mm, local. Sure. Yeah, we'll make sure to put all the links for that too on our. Yeah, am I see you out there too, Anson? You coming? Oh, I don't know about that. I'm not. <laughs> if you want to walk, you can I walk. I did a coffee run this morning. Oh, uh, that, that was about the last one I've done. So, you know, but yeah, like, that would motivate me for sure, having a, having okay. a crew like that. So, I'll have to start practicing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What other like athletic endeavors? I, I know. That, are you part of what is represent running? Is that okay. another? Is that are they affiliated with Concrete Runners? Yeah. Well, you know, crews are crews. You know, yeah. we all love running. We all like to connect and um, build in that way. And so, represent running is actually who is throwing that East Bay Five Ten K run um, out here in Emeryville. So they do um, a series of races all throughout the Bay Area. They even do challenge medals too. So if you complete like three of their races, you'll get an extra fat medal. So like the run the Bay challenge, you know, so that's if you run in San Jose for the um, 
408K. And if you do the one in San Francisco for um, across the bay, and then if you do the East Bay 510K, you get the big one, the big Mm -hmm. big chunky metals to show off. And, you know, it's it's just a great way to go around the bay and see the different routes and, you know, meet different people. Yeah, it's pretty cool to be part of that crew as well. Yeah, you know, I like I said, I, I'm usually a lone wolf when it comes to fitness, but I, I, I do enjoy the camaraderie of uh, you know athletic achievements. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't you can't pat yourself on the back all the time, so it's <laughs> exactly. nice to like you know feel. And it's, yeah, those I, mean, I, I noticed like even my old roommate, he would always go to like the like the same races because to collect the medals. Like I can't miss this year now. Yeah, if mm-hmm. yeah, so it, extra motivation on top of like completing the task like that. So yep, it's a commitment. <clears throat> yeah. So how important is it to have like the right footwear and stuff when you, you know, approach long runs like this? Oh, it's, it's super important. Um, I would suggest going into a place and actually learning what kind of, um, or like trying to learn how you run, like where mm-hmm. does your foot land when you run? Because that could really determine what kind of shoes you need, you know? So, um, I'm like a neutral like footed runner so um for me i don't really want something with like a lot of thick support in the soles you know um and plus that would probably drag me down or you know but um for those that need that support it, like that would really help all the shock on, on your legs and, and everything like that it would just help you to cross that finish line so i would highly suggest doing that um Roadrunner Sports here in Berkeley, they're a great place to go. Like you can just get on the treadmill and they'll do a video of you. And um, they will actually even make some insoles that are custom fit to your feet too. So that you know that even if you might not have the exact right shoe, at least you got the insole to help help. all that shock Mm -hmm. absorption and whatnot. So yeah, I would would say you definitely need the right shoes or or it could mess you up. Yeah, I think I might've been the victim of wrong footwear I, I might need to check in on yeah. uh, one of those uh, evaluations to to get myself into the right shoes. I, I'm always kind of like fashion over function. Yeah, don't run your Yeezys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, exactly. But no, I, 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 your Air Force I, at least do, I at least do a little bit of research. But yeah. you know, I, I will I, say I'm well versed in the running shoe game. Though, at least, but uh, yeah, so, I know. yeah. So I've worked in different retail for a long time, and people okay. would come into my some like this isn't really store for real functional stuff. Like, you know, so I would always tell them like, yeah, you want to go like wearing Air Max ones or whatever isn't the way to go oh, no. these days. Mm-hmm. Like you need to, so I would tell them like, yeah, you can wear these after if you're done with the race, but you should go get some actual dope stuff. Yes. Like, yeah, and, and comfort walking shoes is not the same. You're not gonna be able to no. jump around in those. And yeah, so, but I did hear about um, them too, about doing like the custom insoles and like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know Brooks is a pretty good, people would talk about them a lot. Yeah. I, I, get, I get that, recommended Brooks yeah. by a lot of runners. Mm-hmm. And I was researching, I remember this, I forgot who it was, but somebody, he did like a, a marathon in every state. And I was like, man, what shoes is he, this dude wearing? If he's, you know, he's mm-hmm. wearing like North Faces though or something. I'm like, that's pretty crazy. So I, don't, I wonder if he really thought it out or that he just decided to go with those. But I was like, all right, might, might be good if yeah, you use it for of, every state. I'm kind of a brand loyalist when it comes to athletic apparel and stuff like that I, I i still rock my nikes i do have some uh fly knit reacts though that i've, I've been liking running yeah. in those that got like just the right amount of cushion and support and not too springy yeah. and really lightweight upper yeah, very I mean, nice on those joyride whatever they're doing now i don't know but that, i feel like that also might have been a cul- the culprit of my calf injury i'm not i'm not too sure i can't yeah. pinpoint it be careful but i still... number things yep yeah, but mm-hmm. always right shoes that's yeah. a great place to start <laughs> yeah do you have a go-to brand or style that uh you lean towards or 
I mean, before I thought that I couldn't run in Nikes, mm-hmm. so I, w- I would run in Asics. Um, but I'm totally, I'm actually okay with running in in um, many different kinds of shoes. But mm-hmm. I have a lot of Nikes because I used to live down the street in San Leandro <laughs> from the Nike <laughs> outlet. Yeah, I was gonna so, bring that up. <laughs> oh my goodness, I just almost have too many. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also have some shoes from. Um, on running mm. those um those are really great too i have some trail running shoes from them and um just some street shoes so yeah nice. those those are kind of my go-tos yeah that that nike clearance store yeah on marina and oh. it's a dangerous Ooh, place it is yeah. but it's kind of cool at least when you are trying to experiment and find the right fit at least you can get a good deal on it oh yeah, yeah. all right for 20 bucks <laughs> the best 20 bucks, deal I'll try the yeah, best deal exactly, yeah because so. like that's the thing like you know um people think running isn't like a team sport or you're not going to spend a lot of money on it because yeah. all you need is you know you don't need a gym membership for mm-hmm. it or whatever but really once you start thinking about oh i need the right shoes i need the right clothes for it i want to mm-hmm. get myself into some races i might need to travel to some races yeah, like man. yeah it becomes an investment you know and yeah. um it does pay off in the long run you know it's yeah. it's all for your body so mm-hmm. you know well, it does help to get that like information from the other people in your crew yeah. you know like and then even still like what works for you is not going to work for everybody exactly, you know? so it's yeah. good to have that back, back and forth you know so you know i actually can't got two like game changing mm-hmm. things in my in my running game at decathlon for one i, I invested in a sweatband and <laughs> That that changes the game. Like you sweat out of my eyes. So simple, it, right? Yeah, so yeah, simple. Like why didn't I rock a sweatband before? Yeah. You know. And then like I got this uh, little uh, thing for my phone because I have a huge phone and I don't want to like put it in my pocket when I'm running. Mm-hmm. But it's just like basically straps the phone to my mm-hmm. hand, and then so it's I'm not holding it in my hand. It's yeah. like it's it being held in place mm-hmm. on my hand, and that. I need That's to check nice, that out. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I always have a fanny pack, so. Yeah, and I've seen ones, <laughs> like new things yeah. that, that are like made for the phone, mm-hmm. like a waistband thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, yeah, they even got like the pants that have the pocket that like you slide into, like the leggings and stuff like that. I've yeah. Because so. everybody needs to run with their That's phone. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, right? That's exactly it. Change the, the whole music. dynamic of the I need wardrobe. to take some pictures, exactly. maybe. You know? I was even seeing um, uh, Bose is doing like some sunglasses that have the audio in it too. It's like, and, and only you can hear it. It's what? crazy. Is so, it, yeah. Is it the bone conduction one? I don't know. Oh, I just saw, yeah, I just saw like somebody um, was like kind of testing them out. And then I didn't know, I thought she was just, it was for the glasses. And then she was just telling me, oh, try these glasses on. They didn't know it was bows. And then she was like, like, oh my God. And it's like super clear and no one else could hear it, I guess. But. Wait, do you put it in your ear too? No, it's just on, yeah, no, it's yeah, just on I the sunglasses. I think it might be bone okay. conduction. Like mm. it, bone conduction. Yeah, so you hear I'm it through the vibration. Yeah. <laughs> it like, ne- like near your ear. Yeah, because they so. couldn't tell at all. Like, you yeah. know, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was just an ad for like sunglasses, but it was for the speakers themselves. Yeah, don't, right, don't quote crazy. me on this. I just, uh, I'm, I'm, I've seen the technology before, but I think, I think that might be it. Check those out. Yeah, for sure. Bo, you want to sponsor us too? We ain't exactly. that either. You know what I mean? <laughs> you want to send me one of those, yeah, one we'll, of those we'll, glasses? We'll I'll rock it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've got the whole running crew ready. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that big of a following yet, but it's growing, Bose. If you want to send some stuff my way. Bone conducting. I'm about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For all you audiophiles out there, it might not be the best audio quality ever, but it is Bose. You know, they well, know yeah, what they're doing. Yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> they are champions all, all at least, of you know, high quality audio. Damn, this sounds like a Bose commercial right now. Huh? <laughs> but uh, speaking of like picking up stuff at the the clearance rack at the Nike Marina store, you're also a picker of vintage goods. When did you uh, really get into like picking and and reselling to folks? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to say I. 
probably always been like at the thrift store since I was a kid, mm-hmm. at the flea market since I was a kid. Yeah. Like my mom would set up at the flea market. We would always go to Thrift Town in San Leandro. Like that was, um, that's, you know, cause we didn't have a lot of money. So mm-hmm. that's what we did. That was just normal to us, you know? But, um, and you know, as we got older, like I would actually save a lot of my clothes. Mm-hmm. I would save clothes from my brother, you know, all that kind of thing. Cause I was like, Hey, you know, when else is there going to be a dream team shirt? You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, For so sure. I, I keep those things, you know? So I, I kept them throughout the years. And then, um, actually when I got to college, um, I, I had a daughter and, you know, and I, and then I went to San Francisco State and I was like, why am I going to spend money, you know, like buying fast fashion stuff from oh, like yeah. Forever 21 or whatever when I can actually make it myself mm. or I could, you know, go to the thrift store and get it myself, you know? So I actually started by just... Um, making my own clothes so i would take old things from the thrift store i would sew it up i would screen print on it you know whatever it is and um i was like well you know what i'm gonna make money from this you know i'm in college Mm -hmm. i don't have a lot of money so i just started selling the clothes i'd make um in berkeley on telegraph avenue Mm -hmm. you know so that was like my outlet and you know I'm all about collaboration, if you couldn't tell. Yeah. So then I asked my friends if they want to join me doing it. So so like we kind of had this little um, artist collect an artist collective called Homegrown. And we <laughs> that's what we did. We would just set up on the weekends. You know, I was still in school, yeah. so I couldn't like do this as my full-time hustle. But, you know... Uh, go on the weekends and sell and people liked it people appreciated that like handmade you know it's like recycled it's one of a kind like i'm not you know uh contributing to textile waste you know it was cool um and just i I just love doing that but you know after i graduated college and started a career in education like i didn't really have time to create you know but i still loved the thrill of going to pick for vintage and going um, to garage sales and traveling and finding the cool thrift stores and estate sales. You know, I loved mm-hmm. that. So, you know, all throughout the years, I always kept my stash, you know, just yep. like a little squirrel, <laughs> like had my little stash of things, you know, even things from my mom from the seventies, you know, I, yeah. I, I kept it, mm-hmm. you know? So then, um, then I was like, you know what? I can't keep the, all this, you know, I'm not going to wear this all, <laughs> yeah. you know, what am I doing? So I just started messing around with trying to do like the pop-up shops yeah. with my vintage, you gotcha. know? And, um, I just I just really loved it because people still even though I didn't make it myself people still like really appreciated finding that gem that they're like mm-hmm. wow I've never seen anything like this before or actually my grandma used to have that and say, I yeah. don't have that anymore you know mm-hmm. so that was really something that I really enjoy doing and I just really love that it it doesn't really harm the environment you know I'm yeah. just I'm just trying to like recycle stuff from the past and spread it out there you know yeah. so that's what I like doing with that I mean fashion's so cyclical anyway you know it's exactly. gonna come back and to know it came from that era instead of mm-hmm. you know the fast fashion version of it and plus when they get it from forever 21 everyone has it so exactly. it is cool to have that one yeah and everyone especially something like berkeley i'm sure people want to have their own twist on you know mm-hmm. the same shirt or whatever so it's funny how nowadays fast fashion tries to emulate vintage yeah but do it on like really cheap garments mm-hmm. and and stuff like that so they go for the look but then like you said everybody has it and it's not that unique one-of-a-kind mm-hmm. piece that somebody found at an estate sale yeah, or at exactly. a flea market or at some thrift shop mm-hmm. you know that's one of the craziest things too is 
even old shirts, they'll look all faded and all that, but they'll be really durable still. Yeah. Like they're not broken down the way a shirt that still has all its color, still has holes all in mm-hmm. it now and stuff. So that's pretty crazy. But And then we touched on the past about, obviously, like the Gucci, like Boule coming out. And I had just found all these... Uh, uh, photo albums that my mom was rocking one in the 80s I'm like exactly. oh my gosh I took the picture <laughs> and I'm gonna go put that on shirts I'm <laughs> show me that picture, picture. yeah <laughs> yeah. I think I might have it on phone I'll show you in a little bit but yeah I was like man she was ahead of it and then now yeah everyone's doing that now Gucci's just doing their version of it so I was like alright yep I used to have have all all those fake flea market mm-hmm. Gucci shirts yep, yep. Yeah, I had those I had some Nike ones yeah that was awesome it was good times yeah yeah, it's funny because that's actually how we connected was uh, through bending at the the people party. Shout out to the people. Shout out. Yeah, and, you know mm-hmm. they ended their monthly parties earlier this year, mm-hmm. but you know the the vibe is still there. the The family is still alive. Obviously, because we're still here kicking yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, connecting people can be mad at that. Yeah, you're you're the first from the the people to visit us here on the quality goods podcast but i know there's plenty of talented folks in that circle to uh tap into so stay tuned folks there'll be some more of the people on quality goods mm-hmm. yeah that was such a fun party yeah. um and it's funny as like i used to go back in the day just just as, as a, yeah just mm-hmm. as an attendee and then when i had the opportunity from dj Haylove, you know to come and vend i was like i'm about that and that's mm-hmm. really that's kind of where i i had like my motivation was to do that monthly and it was just so satisfying to see people like pick something off mm-hmm. of your rack and then immediately go to the dance floor and just like yeah. rock it, it out. Yeah. you know yeah. and they're just like doing their thing like yeah i just love like looking down and be like wow they love that jacket yeah. they just bought or they love that shirt or whatever so yeah. that that's was, kind of something for you too to like i gotta bring the right pieces to this mm-hmm. event to make sure people like can use it right away like that so yeah awesome. and you got to see the demographic of that party already mm-hmm. so you kind of knew how to like curate the style yeah. and selection yeah, yeah. Like you, said, you, you went there, there before so you kind of yeah. knew what was what you're getting to so yeah it's awesome um like growing up with vintage was there any um like specific things that you always hunted for or like when you're in a spot that you always uh like gravitate towards like a, I don't know, like brand or, because I've noticed I have friends that, you know, all about 90s, like sports. And then there's other guys that do, you know, different, um, different eras of vintage clothing and jewelry. Yeah, I'm saying I'm pretty eclectic. I mean, I totally love the vintage sports thing. Like mm-hmm. I said, I I yeah, took my brother's dream team, dream team shirt mm-hmm. and I think I just recently sold it. But, nice. you know, yeah, <laughs> I, I just I love all that because, you know, I was I was around then and mm-hmm. I wore all those starter jackets too, yep. you know, um, when I when I finally convinced my mom to stop shopping for me at the thrift store, you know, I was like, <laughs> yeah. mom, I need the starter jacket, the you piece, know, yeah. uh, whatever. But um, so I yeah, I, I, I always gravitate towards that. But then, you know, I also really like old 70s, like funky mm-hmm. clothes. Like, I you know, I just like I, I like the sequence from the 80s. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just like it all, yeah. you know, um, and um, it doesn't mean that I'm necessarily going to wear it mm-hmm. i just know that other people out there would like really appreciate yeah. that mm-hmm. and i want to share that with them so that's kind of you know what i like to do or before like i used to use a lot of photo shoots too like a lot of pinup stuff okay. so i would kind of also find a lot of things from that era mm-hmm. too and just have it to style those photo shoots for so you know it's, it's a mix it's a total mix nice. of things for somebody who wants to get into like picking and stuff do you have any like tips or like you know, secret. Oh, I don't. You don't have yeah, to give up your no, secrets. You don't want to give up all that, but yeah. But like, what? Like, where does someone go to find this kind of stuff? You know, find the good stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, you just gotta you just gotta go to all the good thrift shops. You gotta find the ones that you really like. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say go to thrift stores when they have sale days because yeah, then you're getting more for your money. You're already getting a good deal, but then you're getting more for your money. If there's a garage sale, stop. Go to it. If there's an estate sale, especially, yeah, that you're always going to sure. find some good gems in there. Um, when you travel, you know, oh, yeah. hit yeah, up a thrift a store because yeah. you never know. Like there's 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 like different things in different yeah, locations different that you can't get, you know, out style. here. Um, yeah. Or, you know, f- go to the flea markets, obviously. Like I really love uh, Laney Flea Market. Um, but, but other tips I would say too, is just to, um, really like when you're dealing with vintage stuff too, you got to know how to take care of it. Mm -hmm. So if you know how to sew a button or if you know how to inspect things properly, um, how to sanitize things, you know, that, that always helps too, because, you know, you're not just going to take something off of the ground at a, at a garage sale (laughs) and then put it on a rack, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not going to do that. So also the, the flip side of it, of it is, you know, it's really a business that you want somebody to appreciate your quality goods Mm -hmm. you know and then treat it in the same way you know so that's that's also important too i think in the vintage game yeah it's so cool when you can find a piece on a rack that is from like the 90s or the 80s and it's in such good condition still like i i bought a piece from you that was like a patterned like indigo shirt and you know that that piece gets compliments like almost every time i wear it so that's you know, it makes yeah, me feel good. Out, I'm just yeah. like, yeah, that, that's it. I, I know if I pull it out of, on any given day, nice you know, yep. yeah. and it's vintage. So you yes. weren't, you know, buying it off the racks, exactly. you know, in the mall or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's kind of cool when someone comes up to you and compliments you, then you can tell them that. And it starts mm-hmm. the whole like, you know, because so many people just don't realize what you can find at those shops you know mm-hmm. i think it's all like second hands means trash it's like no man some people wore it once or never even worn some of the stuff and it just got tucked away for decades and then gets uncovered by someone who you know treasure hunting so yeah i mean it's, it's it really sucks that people think of like second hand in that way as yeah. trash or yeah. you know and and probably to someone else it was but at least they did not throw it away you know they gave yeah. it a second chance and you really when you do that you're not adding to the landfills, you know, you're like giving something else a chance, you know, um, textile production has more carbon emissions than actually flying internationally and all the shipment out there, you know? Mm -hmm. So each time they're, they're, they're trying to make new textiles out there. Like it's not really helping the environment. You know, there's already so much going on, you know, there was that world climate protest Mm -hmm. and all that, you know? So (laughs) people don't realize that clothing is actually one of the biggest culprits of, you know, carbon and, emissions and, and you could yeah. still look good without yeah. contributing to that mm-hmm. yeah shout out to tact and stone there yeah former guest yeah. of ours yeah my boy landon i think I, I think i've told you about him before but he produces like uh all sustainably oh, yeah, over in LA, right? clothing yeah, yeah, yeah okay, we had yep. him on the podcast a uh, number of episodes back yeah, but he shed yeah. some light on that stuff too so yeah doing some cool things manufacturing new clothing but using sustainable manufacturing methods that's great yeah. too yep yeah so Just any way that you can support sustainability yeah. through clothing is a good thing yeah no it's crazy though because uh even in this is even a big thing in like the sneaker game now like people will buy sneakers wear them like once or twice and then resell them mm-hmm. for even more than they purchased them which is kind of crazy to me yeah i mean i, I kind of get to that point too where i mean i'm a big sneaker collector and I really just don't need that many. Like they're gonna go to waste, so mm-hmm. I don't even sell it for the money part of it. I just if I know someone's gonna appreciate it more than me and is really gonna wear it, then you know. Plus, like your style changes, so stuff I just won't wear anymore as well. So, but yeah, it's crazy. I definitely have stuff that 
I'm like, people would buy this for triple what I paid for and they're used, but I'll take it. You know, um, I'm have to say that I, um, if I think about it, I actually started this resale game in sneakers, Mm. you know, in college, like even before I started sewing, I was selling my 95 Air Max collection Mm. on eBay, you know? And I was like, I don't need these shoes anymore. Like, uh, you know, I've already worn them for whatever. Yeah. You know, and people were buying them. So Mm -hmm. I think that helped me to see like, Hey, things don't always need to be brand new for somebody to appreciate it, you know? And, but now I'm really kicking my own ass because I wish I had those shoes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And then when they reproduce them now, they're not the same. There are so many shoes that I had when I was in middle school that I wish I could just have back again. I'm just like, man, those shoes were so cool. (laughs) And I know they're never going to make them ever again. Yeah. When I saw I mean, when we, when like sneaker started, sneakers started booming in the nineties, it was the freshest pair you had, you were the one, but now yeah. the older one that no one else still has, <laughs> yes. you were the one. So it's just so funny how things change. And luckily my foot stopped growing a long time ago. So I got a <laughs> bunch of old stuff from before. People were like, damn, like, where'd you get those? I'm like, I got them from the year they came <laughs> yeah, like, out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but you gotta be careful with, um, vintage shoes though, mm-hmm, because one sure. time when, um, Harper's Adidas in SF, yep, classic. um, that classic spot mm-hmm. to get all your three stripe stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought some, um, pump like Reeboks oh, yeah. from there right and I thought I was so cool you know they were out <laughs> fresh out the box you know haven't been open since yep. whatever 80 something and I, I, I took Bart to San Francisco you know and I was walking around and, and then all already. of a sudden my soul came off yep. and my shoes started <laughs> yep. talking and flapping exactly. with each yeah. step and I was like oh my god I thought I was so cool yeah. getting these vintage yep. shoes but yeah you <laughs> gotta be careful just could yes. not. You gotta, yeah, stand exactly. the test of time and that's the thing that's why I'm saying like man these are gonna crumble in my closet if mm-hmm. Someone mm-hmm. else doesn't get to wear them if I'm not wearing. Them. So yeah, that is a lesson I learned as well. So. Test them. Go for a yeah. test walk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Vintage shoes. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that you like tried pumping them up and it just like burst. Some old, like, <laughs> 90s air came out. And- <laughs> I know. What was that movie that was that Encino Man where he like pumps up the? the uh, shoes oh yeah, too, too much. much of <laughs> yeah, like- I think so. That's classic. Yeah. Man. yeah, for all you youngsters out there, go watch Encino Man. Was that Brendan? What was yeah. his name? Yeah, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go watch Polly young Brendan Fraser. Oh, Polly Shore. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a good, it's a classic. Definitely wearing starter jackets when that movie came out. For sure. That was that was the era for us. Yes. Yeah, no, speaking of Encino in Southern California, I heard that's actually like a really good like vintage market just because Ooh. of all like the the glam and stuff like that yeah. and people like wear it like one time then the, it'll go right to those thrift to stores go. I heard thrifting yeah. is pretty yeah, you got all the movie sets pretty crazy that down there that people don't even wear and they just throw them straight over there um, and I get to travel a lot too so I try to check out spots so like uh, I remember I was in I don't know either Portland or Seattle and I was able to find like a work shirt of like a mom and pop place that doesn't even exist anymore I'm like man this is so crazy and you know it's like sounds like it wasn't my size where I would have copped it, but uh, okay. yeah, but it was dope just to see that and like imagine what the story was like. Whoever Mitch or whatever the guy's name was on the on the patch on the shirt it was like, man, I wonder what. Shout out Mitch to Mitch. Is doing now. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing now, Mitch? Yeah, exactly. Didn't need this shirt no more, so he moved on to the next thing. But uh, that reminds me, there's actually a really cool store in the same vein as uh, sustainability stuff is going to like a army surplus store. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they had the best one in Echo Park in. Mm. Los Angeles. I don't know if there's one here in the Bay Area. That there like, was one before when I was in high school. I'd always go to it um, in Alameda. Yeah, I think that mm. one is still that's there. still around. Yeah, okay, yeah, I I loved cool. I loved all the army surplus. Yeah, I know. Like 
I loved all that. All the pockets you need. Yeah. Man, and all that stuff. Yeah. It was always good to wear those. Yeah. Good beanies. Yeah, stuff right? that is built to last, yeah. you know, and take a beating and, and stuff like that. And I remember my friend was in the army for a while and, um, it's when they switched to digital camo for a little. He's like, man, all the old camo, they're like, it's a sale on. I'm like, man, I need to go. But Fire sale. Go, yeah, yeah, exactly. Go cop it all. And it's funny, like, they actually switched back away from digital because they realized it wasn't as camouflaged as they wanted to be. <laughs> it's Which not we, really serving its purpose. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which we had some digital problems earlier. Go back to non-digital <laughs> yeah. stuff sometimes. Going, analog going analog camo. On. Yeah, analog exactly. camo is exactly. a thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> No, I actually saw there's a, a dude here in the Bay Area. I will have to dig that up on the internet. But he takes like old camo jackets and then he'll like patch them up with like Golden State Warriors stuff oh, or yeah. like I local team attire. Yeah. Pretty cool. Dope. I think I've seen that too. Yeah, I think yeah. I saw him at the Laurel Street Fair mm, okay. last year. About right. I definitely follow a few vintage guys out here. So yeah. See, but, but that also shows that, you know, um, where you can actually be really creative with vintage, you know, yeah. just like if, if there's a shirt that has a hole in it, you know, but it still has a great print mm-hmm. like turn it into a patch, you yeah. know, um, or put a screen print on it, you know? So yeah. it's not just about the actual garment itself, but it's mm-hmm. also about the fabric. Like what can you do with yeah, it? Have if that it, vision yeah. of what it could become mm-hmm. yeah, and give it a new life. Yeah. I would love to see yeah, when you walk into a store or a pop-up and you, you've tell me what it was before. I'm like, I would have never saw it or whatever it is. Like, damn, like, makes you want it that much more so yeah that that was something that i really loved when i was more into the sewing part of it was just like showing was sharing with somebody like this used to be an old leather jacket Mm -hmm. and now it's these five different pieces you know um i actually made my daughter a thriller jacket um back in the day she was so into michael jackson before (laughs) um and this was before Before they would have jackets everywhere but um, his legacy was tainted yeah i know um but you know i took just some old like leather jackets and made a thriller jacket out of it you know and then took the scraps and made little shirts out of that you know so it's just mm-hmm. taking something and really using it all up so that's what i really liked about that process now that the people party is not happening on a monthly basis what have you found another outlet for your artifact pop-ups yeah so um Right now, since I don't kind of have like a monthly thing going on, um, I think it's a really good time for me to kind of focus on the back end of business, you know, so really setting up a cool inventory system, Um, also using more online outlets like Poshmark like I've been with Poshmark since cool. like day one nice. pretty much you know um, and how, how is the business on Poshmark um, you, it, it, it's great when you when you're when you're able to put in you know what the, the time for it yeah, you know yeah. the work mm. for it and I haven't really been able to do that so I think now is a cool time where I can really focus on that outlet a little bit more and I'm always open if anybody hits me up for a pop-up or an event or anything like that as long as it works with me I'm there you know and I'll yeah. and I'll think about what I bring and I'll look in my nice clean inventory system and find exactly what <laughs> yeah. it is that would fit that type of event. So, yeah, yeah. I could really use a, a rearranging of my inventory system for my clothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have not put a lot of energy into that lately, but Hey guys, if you want to buy a lighthead thread shirt, you can go to lightheadthreads.com. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're available to you there. Or you can just DM me. I don't, I don't, that, that works too. So has a like a brick and mortar shop ever been something that you've considered for uh, selling your vintage wares? Um, 
before when I was doing homey grown, you know, I, I told you that we were doing it on the streets, you know, and then we actually did end up getting um, like a little artist space um, here off of 7th in Ashby. Hmm. I forgot the name of it, but they turned um, these like storages into like little artist studios. Okay. So we had a spot there and it was great, you know, um, but I've always been working, you know, this yeah, whole yeah. time. And then when you're still working full time and um, trying to have the side hustle, the side passion of yours, you know, you really got to put in time too. you got to find time to do that. So having a brick and mortar, I think would be hard for me at this yeah. point. Um, but uh, I, but I still like my traveling show, you know, mm-hmm. so that that's fun yeah. to me, like going to different places yeah. and like having the experience, how to set it up and, you know, just seeing different people. So I'm, I'm enjoying doing it that way right now. Nice. Yeah. Cause selling on Poshmark is cool and all, you know, you make money and yeah, it's a business, but like when you're out there and you get to see people trying on the, <laughs> yeah. you know, the selection that you've curated, mm-hmm. like it, it's really cool to see people enjoy mm-hmm. what you've brought to the table. Yeah, and you're like, I, I totally envisioned this shirt with someone like you. You yeah, know, yeah. I, this is perfect for you. Or sometimes it's like, wow, I didn't, I never thought anybody would, would like this, or even you would like this. Yeah. But okay, you know. Yeah, no, it's funny when you, somebody tries on a garment, and you're just like, that is yeah. you all the way. Yeah. Yep. Like that was meant for you. It reminds me of um, what's it called, the uh, forty old virgin when Jonah Hill's got the fish, the platform fish boots. He's like, I just want to buy these boots. But like, what would you want to buy? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that, sometimes like, you just have yeah, to buy the, buy into the ridiculousness yeah. of something. Yeah, I just like dope. So yeah, there's stuff that you're saying like isn't necessary for you. I'm like, man, this is cool. I just need to get this, and then eventually I'll find out who it's yeah, for. I don't know, know what I'm gonna do with this yet, but it. Yeah, I need it. <laughs> no, you know it's it's funny though because I just put it together that artifact has your name in it i don't know why that didn't click for me sooner but that uh, the other day i was just like oh it's there's tiff in there (laughs) and it's and it's artifact because it's like digging it up digging it up yep (laughs) so i mentioned earlier that you're a jill of all trades i see that you also have this uh, My Healthy Dish uh, company. What, what can you tell us about that? Okay, so um, my um, work before was I was a nutrition educator. Um, I would do cooking in schools and whatnot. And one of my um, friends from high school, she's actually a health influencer on Instagram. You know, she's been on Instagram like since mm-hmm. like day one pretty much mm-hmm. and sharing her recipes and whatnot. So I actually uh, work for her and um, I love it because you know I, it really gives me that connection to sharing how to be healthy with others like I, I'm like I help her with her videos and um, go to some amazing events you know all focused on food and you know just like being healthy and whatnot so I really I really like that type of work too and it really kind of keeps me in the social media game yeah. you know like seeing like um what's out there and like how the, how that whole system works and you know, whatnot. So yeah, I I just love working with her. Yeah. Both of us, Anson and I are really into food and, and health for that matter. So (laughs) somewhat I'm out here sipping a Red Bull, but (laughs) (laughs) hey, you can't can't be a hundred percent. Well, you can't be a hundred percent. I like to, I don't like to be that restricted with my diet. I I keep an eye on what I eat, but this (laughs) yesterday was not a, not a good day for me. Admittedly, (laughs) I ate a lot of pizza. But you went running yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. See balance. See balance. But I really liked 
this like kind of food revolution, I guess you could say, like where everybody is a lot more health conscious these days and there's just so much more information about how to be healthy and not compromise on taste and and stuff like that. Like you can have really delicious food and have it be very healthy. And a lot more people are going plant-based now, at least like a few days a week even. And that stuff makes a difference and that ties back into sustainability because eating less meat is Mm -hmm. far better for the environment. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's the kind of a similar approach, like you said, to the vintage is like showing not like it can be aesthetically pleasing is also like helping the environment. And that's what I think a lot of people are approaching the food is to show them like, yeah, I can make it taste good. And it's a challenge to them, too. Like, yeah, now the, now you got their attention with the health, like, but it's got to taste good to keep them around, you know, and then throwing good events, I think is big, too. So you see like a lot of those things popping up and like every every event you go to there's well, even a food event there's like that healthy one like the keto or the you know vegan or whatever so and people are more willing to try it now so. yeah and not every diet is for everyone yeah. so the i like that they're presenting i say they i don't i don't really know who they is but, <laughs> but like i like that there are yeah. all these options that are available to people now and mm-hmm. they're able to find you know something that works for them yeah, it's it's just so much easier now to be healthy. There's just so much more exposure yes. to that. There's um, you know, it's like so many more recipes that you can find and inspirations and events and whatnot. Yeah. So, um, and I I think people are really into the food game. You know, every everything from you know when you take a picture of your food yeah. before you eat it. You know, it's like so yeah. you can remember how it looks and remember yeah. somewhat how it tasted. You know, yeah. when you look back at that photo. So I think it's really yeah, it's really important to to um, be conscious on every level you know and that includes what you put into your body and you know you don't have to be on a crazy strict diet you know because diets are all fads really yeah, you know yeah, they come and they go like keto is really big right yeah, now exactly. paleo whole 30 whatever mm-hmm. right but um as long as you got balance and as long as you know what you like then i think it's cool like um the other day we're trying to go gluten free. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other day we were having these um, pastas that were made out of chickpeas, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, nothing is ever going to be like yeah. real, real pasta. pasta. Yeah. Nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So in eating these chickpea pasta noodles, you know, I was just kind of thinking, like, I'd rather eat chickpeas, you know? Like, why <laughs> yes. am I going to even yes. want to play around and have mm-hmm. fake, fake food yeah, to supplement, you know, it's like to trick my brain into thinking mm-hmm. it's something else, like fake meat. Like, yes. when I, I was vegetarian, I didn't even mess with fake meat. Yeah. I was like, fake meat I, is yeah. on a whole other playing yeah. field now. Yeah. Espe- yeah, especially you don't know what they put in it and exactly. how they produce it. But yeah, it's like just not, just don't eat meat. Just yes. get that out of your mind yes. that like you're not eating. You know, you don't have to supplement it with something mm-hmm. that tastes or acts like meat. You know, when yeah, you that's eat how it. I first started with the plant eating plant based was eating all the meat and the fake meats and that's all things. Like I'm just gonna make dope vegetables. Yeah. Like, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was good to when at first you're trying to figure out what consistency. But after that, I was like, yeah, I don't need to do that as much. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like. Oh, no, nowadays though they got what the Beyond Meat, the yeah, Impossible, Impossible stuff, and mm-hmm. now there's uh, what's that other one? Field Field Roast. Oh, yeah, Field Roast. Uh, I yeah, and uh, I think that there's even one new one. I forgot the other new one was yeah, that I made the uh, the veggie chili with. Mm-hmm. But these meat substitutes are pretty crazy these days. Yeah. And I remember just the first time I cooked a Beyond Burger like in my cast iron, and I threw it in like the hot pan and just start sizzling, start smelling beefy. And I'm just like, man, this is kind of 
It's kind of tripping yeah, me out. Me out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know about that. Like, yeah. How, do they, exactly. how do they do that? Yeah, you know? exactly. And uh, beet juice and yeah, some crazy lots of mushrooms, soy protein. Yeah, almost like Del Taco, and they had like their ground meat stuff. Like this could just be the beef. I wouldn't even know. Yeah, you know, like it's like, too close to it. Like I rather it's crazy. Yeah, not have it in there sometimes because I'm like they could just accidentally, and I wouldn't know. But but there's <clears> one meat that I just don't know what it is, and mm. it's a, it's the Jack in the Box. Tacos. Oh yeah. Okay. There's the, what like, is that? Yeah, exactly. I think it's pretty like soy. Like yeah, there's is like it? beef in it. Yeah, there's yeah. probably okay. beef in it, but it's like it just it's probably yeah, like, watered down. With, yeah, like 15 yeah. percent beef. Okay, because when I was vegetarian, I would still get it because I would ask them. I was like, "Hey, is this meat?" And they're yeah. like, "No." You know? Yeah, and I heard that too because I had friends that were doing that. But then, like, I was reading up on it, and it does have like remnants. Yeah, it's oh, okay. Crazy. So, yeah, yeah, they don't advertise say. those as they beef, tacos. beef tacos. Yeah, yeah. They they don't, just, so. it just says tacos. They're not yeah. explicit about what kind That's of That's a tacos. guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, on the go, cheap. Yeah. <laughs> or late night. Late night, always. Yeah. yeah. I haven't had a Jack in the Box taco in a long time, but you know what? I would appreciate one right now oh if it was God. in front of me. <laughs> Luckily, I went the healthy route and went with a veggie bagel sandwich. Yeah. I know that uh, Anson and I have plans to do some uh, food stuff in the not too distant future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're waiting to get a, a more camera friendly kitchen. Ooh. But you know, we might have to tap on you to uh, get yeah, some help by. with our, yeah, to make oh, our yeah. food endeavors look pretty on, on social media. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. There's so much work. You don't know how much work goes yeah. into a picture mm-hmm. of food until you're actually working on this picture of food, yeah, you know, yeah. or this video of food. You don't, you know, you you really don't understand it. Like there's mm-hmm. so much from the shopping and getting the right ingredients yeah. or like, oh, you need to get the right tomato or, yes. you know, whatever whatever that is. And you don't want that delivered. You can't mm-hmm. get that delivered yeah, you to you. To it, yeah. Yeah, you gotta pick it yourself, you know, mm-hmm. the, all that to preparing mm-hmm. it. And sometimes um, you you can't even taste it, you know, mm-hmm. until like an hour later after yeah. you got the perfect you have to get shot. All the pieces, yeah. yeah, so there's so much that goes into into that even planning you know even planning like yeah. what shot am I going to um, take this picture from mm-hmm. or you know what angles do I need or how am I going to show how to make this yeah. this um, dish in an overhead shot you know mm-hmm. like how am I going to what's the sequence of shots for that so yeah, yeah exactly it's funny how people are so dismissive like you're just taking pictures for you. like nah not at all you know like trying to make it friendly and like where people why do they want to go to your page to look at the yeah. stuff or mm-hmm. why do they want to try your recipe you eat so. with your eyes first yeah, exactly. yes so. and then I always tell my man here he always is like, hurry up, I want to eat. I'm like, the camera eats first, okay? Yeah. That is, the camera has to eat first. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen those behind the scenes videos of like food shoots and like how they have to like prop it up. Like I, I saw one just the other day actually where they were like doing like a stack of pancakes and that like in between each pancake, they actually put like a cardboard yeah, a disc thing. to support oh, yeah. it because yeah. otherwise like it's just going to be like super flat yeah. and they need to make them look real fluffy. Yeah, all that movie and, magic. Yeah, and they... and. I know that for cereal, oftentimes they use like Elmer's glue and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For the cereal. Yeah, Dude, for the milk no, and I all saw that. the craziest one where <laughs> they were like, it was a video of iced coffee and they had this whole rig. Like a big like robot arm basically with a, oh, with yes. a glass mm, I and saw it that. like shakes it from side to side <laughs> and they they just shoot it in what like sixty frames per second or whatever mm. so yeah, they can the, slow it down. Yeah, the liquids oh. flying yeah, from one side to the other. Splash the liquids that. in and like get all the crazy splash shots. Yeah, yeah, that's. That ain't no joke. It's mm-hmm. it's all about the cheese pool shots. I think oh, those yeah. are the good ones. Oh, yeah, I saw, <laughs> yeah, I saw one good. of those too. The egg, glue. egg yolk. Oh yeah, the breaking. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't like egg yolks, egg but porn. those are big. Yeah, yeah egg exactly. Porn. Shots are big. Egg porn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are the shots. 
yeah, yeah. for sure. I love a good runny yolk. Not gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> Don't eat a lot of eggs or haven't eaten a lot of eggs in a while. Oh, so. oh, what was it when we were at a egg slut down in LA? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went to the I, yeah, I got, I went the veggie I got an egg spot, slut yeah. and I was I was just eating it and then I I got to the middle and I bent the yolk and it just it just <laughs> it changed, oh, it changed the game too. Yeah. I was like, oh From my god, slut. I just hit yeah. another dimension of flavor in this sandwich. <laughs> I thought it was good already, but man, it's hilarious. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I say that as I'm staring at this egg yolk in the face on the uh, the My Healthy Dish Instagram. There you go. Oh yeah, that oh, yeah. that was an important shot right there. It's <laughs> getting that egg yolk. Yeah, that's that's quite a shot there. I'm like, I'm, it's like I feel like this is like naughty or something like that. <laughs> egg porn. Yeah. <laughs> but what are your some of your like go to like healthy delicious dishes? Um, I, I pretty much like, um, I'm not super, super healthy. Like I like balance, you Mm -hmm. know, but I always try to make sure that it's, you know, I have a well, uh, I have a well-rounded meal. So that includes, you know, fruits and vegetables. Um, I used to work on like school farms and teach, teaching this, um, in the school garden. So then that really exposed me to a lot of, uh, like, uh, fruits and vegetables that I didn't really grow up with, you know, like I didn't know what, I didn't have kale, you know, Mm -hmm. growing up, but you know, um, I like to take kale now and put it in adobo, Mm. you know, like it's so good. Yeah. So things like that, you know, just using different greens that I've learned about and, you know, it's as simple as a saute, you know, like it's so simple. Olive oil, garlic. Yeah. Salt and pepper. There you go. That's all you need. So yeah, like stir fries, those are always easy, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but, but you know, I'm I'm still gonna eat pizza. Yeah, you know, exactly. I'm still gonna do all that. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Uh, no kale on a pizza. I've already <laughs> admitted that I ate way too much pizza yesterday. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was good though. Like, yeah, I, I just think I'm coming to that point when I'm like, okay, I probably have to do something different. Like maybe yeah. I need to give up dairy now. You know, I I, <laughs> I, I have for the most part. <laughs> yeah. You have. I, I say that as I sip on this beer. Oh, yeah, I can't, do, I, I can't Saturday. give up we're, cheese. We're, you know, it's weekend. We're but yeah, I think that's also important too. Like we were talking about, not every like eating all, all eating habits are different for different people. But also for you, you know, like yeah, I could I could eat milk and drink milk and eat cheese a lot when I was younger. I can't now, so yeah. mm-hmm. I stopped. You just cheese, have to listen to your body. Is the yeah, one dairy body. product yeah. that I just can't give up. I, yeah. I gave yeah. up mil- drinking like dairy milk. I, don't, <laughs> I even gave up eating yogurt. I used to like yeah. eating yogurt a lot, you know, probiotics and whatnot, yeah. but. That's mm-hmm. even touching on that. I don't miss like, it that much. Fake cheese, I also don't do because oh, I don't yeah, do it very well. Yeah. I just don't put cheese yeah. on stuff. Yeah, actually, there's a really there. good um, cheese by Kite Hill. Mm, it's it's a local yet. company in Hayward. Oh. Um, their cheese is really good. It's mm. made from almond milk. Um, nice. Yeah, so they make like a cream cheese, and then they make like kind of like a spread like dip a or whatever. Wheel. Okay, yeah, it's really good. Pretty legit cashew cheases out there. Yeah, I've had a couple. Okay, would be yeah, but shredded, shredded like cheese, no, sliced cheese. But yes, the spreadable type. Yeah. Had a pretty, cool, but yeah, I'm about to try that Kaido. Gotta support uh, the local guys. Yep. Yeah, I think we're pretty fortunate here in California and more so the Bay Area that we have some pretty incredible uh, markets that with access yeah. to produce that you can't really get in a lot of places. Yeah. Shout out to Berkeley Bowl, which is like right down the street from here. That place is like a Disneyland for produce. 
Yeah, now yeah. you're talking I haven't been there yet. Check we have great farmers markets yes. too, yep. you know. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we have a lot we have a lot of good foods out here. We're we're really fortunate for that. So it's like like why would you not be healthy, yes. you know, with so much? <laughs> yeah, it's a around. disservice to the resources yeah. we have to not yeah. Yeah, like I'm trying to like cook up like fruits in more of a like main entree kind of way too, you know, mm-hmm. like why just vegetables, you can mix it up and you know. Yeah, you're gonna have to convert me on that one. I'm still impartial to like fruits and like salads and stuff yeah not really my jam but you know if you can i'm i'm open i'm open to being exactly you just haven't had it the right way yet you know so persimmon season is coming up i don't know that i've really ever had a persimmon in the way that it should be i don't hmm. yeah besides just eating as the fruit itself i've never really prepared it in a different way yeah put it in a salad you know Mm. put some walnuts in it with a um, good texture balsamic yeah it's Mm -hmm. really good okay Right. You know what? Uh, my friend recently told me to uh, instead of using tomatoes in a caprese, to use figs in a caprese. Ooh, that sounds really good. That does sound like a vegan. Yeah, yeah. So wait, figs instead of the tomatoes. Figs okay. instead of tomato. Mm. Yeah, and mm. lucky for me, a guy from my office got a fig guy? orchard, and he brought in a bunch of figs. <laughs> so Ooh, I took a stash. Fig so send maybe, me a pick. Yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta gotta step up my my food pick game. <laughs> No, it's funny because every now and then, like Facebook or Instagram, or, my, or I think it's mostly Facebook, will bring up like old food pick shots from when I was in my early twenties when I was first starting cooking, and yeah. camera phones were yeah. kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Back then. exactly. And then I, I see. I'm like, why did I t- think this was like an impressive picture? <laughs> Just like a burger, uh, blurry with a pic, yeah. Yeah. made at home, yeah. like a store bought, yeah, store bought patty. Yeah, like, yeah, everything. Like, man, this was not impressive. Well, French <laughs> is I, mustard like, like, but I, I think that shows just how much social media has changed yeah. because I think before it was more about like what I want to share with the world in this moment, yes. and then now it's kind of like, oh no, I gotta have this I perfect, have to, impressive yeah. shot that's gonna yeah. get you know. So mm. I, I, yeah, it's the totally changed in that way. Yeah, I used to post some things like, why was I sharing that? Yeah, but does that make but sense? that's what I wanted to share, yeah, exactly. you know. So, and I think that's what makes makes it fun. It was like, well, this is if you like, it, that's cool. But I just I, sometimes like I just have a terrible memory. I want to be able to go back exactly. to it and see it. So it's about yeah. me. It's not about you. It's yeah, about like, you so, yeah. So I got inside jokes with myself that I'm just posting <laughs> yeah. this, and hey, I don't know. You might get it. You might think it's weird, but like I'm just one. keep moving. Yeah, your own little inside joke with yourself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like man, that's like an inside inside. Yeah, joke. yeah. I didn't even know. Okay. Yeah, that's. Super deep molecular, molecular jokes. It's meta. <laughs> yeah. So what? What's uh? What's next for you, Tiff? What What do you got going on these days? You know, vintage running, food. Like what? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna keep doing doing it all, and and yeah. all and all those wheelhouses, and I'm just gonna um, keep keep striving and keep like trying to push forth all those messages, and you mm-hmm. know, just to set an example in some way. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard being somebody that really gets excited by so many things and wants (laughs) to be creative in so many ways, you know, but you just have to accept that, Hey, that's, that's how I operate and that's what drives me and that's what I want to share. So yeah, I'm going to keep doing it, but um, I'm just glad I get some time to step back and, you know, have the time to to talk with you and think, and really think about what I'm doing and how I want to do it. So yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to probably continue to build um, my vintage game, continue Mm -hmm. to run, continue to um, help with my healthy dish and take photos of food and videos of food and whatnot. So yeah, that's, that's what drives me and makes Mm -hmm. me happy. Yeah, I think I, that's one thing I really like about um, 
the current like era of what we're doing is you don't have to do one thing anymore or and everyone did multiple things but you just were always put like no this is what you do that's what, what it is and then you also touch about like collaboration being such a big thing you know like one day before we came here to do a podcast we stopped at a pop-up and uh, another friend of his was doing vintage and then they were doing like yoga out there so like all these things oh, you're doing so cool. you know mm-hmm. can be cross you know cross up too and yeah, exactly you know, uh, gypsy boo love Cynthia. Yep. She, yeah. yeah we stopped by and visited her before a podcast mm-hmm. yeah and they had a food truck there mm-hmm. i'm sure they were doing you know something similar into that vein and yeah it was cool to just see like where you could yeah you know, all, all these multi- like i'm interested in all these yes, things now i can go to one spot interacts and mm-hmm. intertwines yeah, yeah that's beautiful yeah, and that's just one of those things like if you have an idea you can execute it you know like yeah. who's stopping you you know mm-hmm. like go knock on doors be like hey like i want to do this you know like mm-hmm. and the worst you you can get is a no you know yeah. mm-hmm. like, oh okay well then uh, on right. to the next yeah exactly well especially if you're running from spot to spot and yeah you can't stop places. there yeah exactly <laughs> like all right well i'll just go to the next one <laughs> yeah we literally gotta keep going <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool too i'm sure like with the groups when you're running like you guys all see different things on the road and like oh we gotta make sure to come back over here and check them out or whatever yeah. it is so yeah and then maybe find a place stumble across a vintage place while you're running to and all that oh, so. I've, I've, I've been running before where I ha- I stopped at a garage yeah. sale and oh, had yeah. to run, oh, yeah. run back with this cool track jacket <laughs> I just picked like, up you didn't like, have that when you <laughs> yeah I've done that many, many times like, done so it in sick. Hawaii done it in San Francisco yeah nice. done that so yeah. yeah and you wouldn't have found it any other way <laughs> exactly. you wouldn't have drove by it yeah you're like in a residential and boom oh yep. man I'm wearing a legit vintage piece right here oh that starter hat yeah yeah. this is like from like 1989 like yeah yeah this is from that era this is i think this is either my dad's or my grandfather's there you go recycling that family heirloom yeah and you know it's funny for the color that looks really good and you know what's funny is this is this they've brought back this exact style i'm sorry that you guys can't see this right now but it's cool you'll you'll see a picture of this you know (laughs) It's clean though. It's clean. Yeah, for no, the for that, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the co- you know, I was trying to like, like get it, like clean it up even more so. But then my friend was like, "Yo, no, no, no. have its age, it, yeah, it be. show the age. Like, that's that's what it it's is. Part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got people trying to wear down their new new garments. To look <laughs> like that, so yeah, so just <laughs> accelerate the vintage yeah, process. Exactly. <laughs> And by uh, what is it? Uh, distressing jeans and T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you see a, like YouTube videos like how to distress a T-shirt. I'm like, come yeah. on, guys! Like, just wear it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wear it and wash it. <laughs> live in yeah, it. Yeah, I'm gonna make a video, and that's yeah. what the yeah. direction's gonna be. Wear yeah, it live for a long in time. It. Yeah, yeah. Give, just give it a life. Don't yeah. don't just like cheat. Your That'd way be a into funny the... video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like real quick. They're like thinking you the process. Yeah, and you see me like just wear it for like a week straight. Yeah, just like yeah, just like time lapse. Showering is here. Just leave it on. Like just wear it out everywhere. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Damn, we'll steal our ideas, man. We're making our own vintage. Yeah. <laughs> well, now's a good time. We can go into our segment that we call support quality. And we just want to ask you about something that has brought quality to your life or any of your endeavors. It could be a person, place, thing, a process, but something that's brought quality to you. Um, I'm going to share this today because I think it's suiting for today September 21st I know you're probably gonna hear this later but today is World Gratitude Day Mm, Um, I just think having a mindful of gratitude and just being thankful for what you have and sharing that gratitude with others you know not being quiet about it I think that's really important you know so I mean even with that whole uh, 
Marie Kondo, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, she's like, say thank you to your clothes that you no longer need anymore, yeah, to these yeah. things you don't need anymore, and pass it on. So it's, mm-hmm. I think just having an attitude of gratitude is yes. really important. And um, that pretty much brought me to where I am right now, you know, like all these connections, all these people. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you mm-hmm. for helping me out, you know. And yeah, that's, I think, what really gives me quality in my life. Cool. Awesome. Well, yeah. Well, thank you for being yeah, here. Thank today. you for having me today. Yeah. <laughs> Our pleasure. Where can the people find you and all your many endeavors online? All right. So um, I have an IG for my shop, which is called Artifact Shop with two F's, A-R-T-I-F-F-A-C-T shop. Um, I don't really post a lot of my things. It's hard to keep up with yeah, having, yeah. you know, one-off <laughs> items, you yeah. know, that's hard to do, but you know, hit me up on there and I mm-hmm. usually post things in the stories, whatever, but you know, I'll post where I'm, where I'm going to be at. Mm-hmm. So that's a good place to find me there. I'm on Poshmark. I'm also artifact there with two F's. Um, if you want some food inspiration, go to my healthy dish with the underscore. And if you want to run with me, you know, hit yeah. up concrete runners yeah, or represent running, you know, mm-hmm. let's, let's connect, let's build whatever way it is let's do it yes we will also link all the people to these things definitely in the description of this podcast thank you you can find me at mr Beatty, and i'm at young man old souls and we are at quality goods tv on instagram we got links to all of our stuff on there youtube merchandise guys we got we got a little merch now so Mm -hmm. if you want to support us that way you can buy some quality goods merch on our Amazon Check store. Check it out. And, uh, you know, if you know someone bringing the goods, then let us know. If you're bringing the goods, let us know. Yeah. Unfortunately, our merchandise is not sustainably manufactured yet. It could be. You want to collab? Yeah, we yeah, could do sure. that. Yeah, let's hey. do that. Yeah, we, can, we can get there. Let's but for now, like, I just took the easy route. I had, had the, <laughs> the no option. Judgment. You know, I can get it to the people quickly. You exactly. got an Amazon Prime okay. account? Boom. You can support exactly. us. You can get your shirt real quick. And we got pop sockets. Guys, we got pop yes. sockets. That's the one thing you probably can't find vintage is a pop socket. <laughs> Just possibly. Yeah, but. yeah, give it, give that a couple of decades. You yeah, can have a vintage a, quality I'm going to hold on socket. to that one. Yeah, then. exactly. You got an iPhone too? Like, yes, yes, I do. All right. Well, you know, attitude of gratitude. Thanks again yes, to, yes. for coming by. This is a pleasure to chat with you. I'm sure we'll be at. You know, another event together soon. I'll be out there with Concrete Runners. Yeah, look for that collab stuff. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So thanks again for tuning in, guys, to the Quality Goods Podcast. We'll uh, talk to you real soon. Until next time. Be out.